Why can't you just be a good boy and die? You first. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. So hello and welcome to yet another special episode of On Second Watch. And I guess to me, they're all just a little bit special, but this one in particular because I'm joined by my friend Rob, who is from Reynard City, and he's been an incredible supporter of our podcast over, geez, over the last year. I, I think we met on Kofi, is that right? That's right, yeah. No, because, I mean, likewise, you've been incredibly supportive for us, and, yeah, it, it's been, you know, a great source of, you know, sort of income and promotion, etc. so that's great, really. Yeah, and I, I love your uh, your your web comic and the Reynard City. Do you do you want to talk a little bit about uh, about what you represent and your incredible artists you have on your team? Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so I the credit I would give myself is kind of writer slash producer, and I work with various artists. So we originally did a web comic which is still available on the website called Reynard City, which we did for about twenty five issues, and then what we decided about a, a couple of years ago was to do a series of graphic novels because we wanted to sort of do it in a different style. And we've done three thus far. So we've worked with a few different artists. Each have kind of put their own kind of stamp on it. And we're working on the fourth one to come out this year. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. I love seeing the progress and uh, how you've been able to incorporate a lot of the artists and your shout outs and things that you've done. You're doing a really great job. So kudos to you and also, a huge thank you for all the support and help you've given us along the way, too. Yeah, no worries. I mean, like I said, the um, the charity drive you were doing was massive. So, yeah, I was happy to support that. Yeah. Yeah, it turned out great. I'm, the items are starting to roll in one by one now. So, I'm, you know, every, every day I get the doorbell rings, I run out there, grab some more stuff. I'm getting it all ready to go. So, it'll be fun. That is fantastic. I'm, I'm really happy with that. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, today. We're here to cast and kill Sean Bean, not in a movie that's older like we normally do, but this time we can't help ourselves. We have to look at the epic 2021 Zack Snyder's Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut, a.k.a. a really long movie. And uh, I've never really talked to anybody about my experience watching Justice League. So, Rob, you're the first. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about your thoughts on this film? Was it necessary to have a Zack Snyder cut and did it make it better? Well, the weird thing is, I would probably say I'm in the minority in that I didn't mind the original. I think it was definitely disjointed. I don't think anyone can deny that. But like, especially the end credit scene really got me fired up. I love the idea of something closer to the cartoon where you'd have your Legion of Doom, etc. And, you know, the action was good enough and it was all, it was good enough. None of it I thought was amazing, but I think a lot of people who sort of say, oh, it was rubbish, I think are going a bit far. That being said, I do think the Snyder Cut, especially with Cyborg, adds a lot more character and dimension. I think also with Barry Allen, I think he goes from being this sort of silly idiot joke machine to being more of a rounded character you get a bit more of um billy crudup as his dad and i like billy crudup so that's welcome 
I still think there's a fair amount in it that's ridiculously indulgent. And mm-hmm. I don't think four hours was necessary. Well, yeah, especially when I, I think IGN posted something like 10% of the film is like slow-mo scenes. So I mean, <laughs> you could have cut out 40 minutes right there. Oh, dear me. It's, yeah, and it's just, yeah, weird things like, you know, having these people sort of sing about Aquaman. And it's like, uh, brilliant. Right. Thank you. Yeah, my, my wife was like, so why is this important? Like, I don't know. This is Zack Snyder doing Zack Snyder, right? I can't. <laughs> it was, uh, have you ever seen the film Walk Hard? I have, yes. Yeah, it's like when Tim Meadows turns around to the other members of the band and goes, you guys are idiots. This is very <laughs> deep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I I appreciate what Zack Snyder does and coming from an artistic standpoint. And mm. this is, his, you know, the cool thing I think that this film brought about is it was one of the few chances you get outside of an indie film where a director really has full control over the film. Um, you know, the production, you know, the producers, everyone just stayed away, let him bring his vision to life. And you don't get that very often. I, I think there's a lot of films that I've seen and we've reviewed where the screenwriter, the director have a vision, but then the production company gets involved and then, you know, marketing gets involved. So it just, it ends up just being kind of a, a, a mess where the artistic vision of the original idea just gets lost along the way. So from that regard, I think it's, it's definitely a success for film goers to see a true vision come to life on this grand of a scale. But, um, so I'm, I'm going to be even more in the minority than you of somebody that has watched the Snyder cut, but have not seen the original justice league that came out a few years back. I, I didn't have any interest in it. Uh, it just, it just seemed like a mess. I kind of got lost along the way with, um, Batman versus Superman. I, I actually watched that for the first time the other day too. So I'm, I guess it's it's safe to say I'm not as big of a DC fan. So I uh, just kind of hung on the outskirts, but I was really intrigued by what the Snyder cut was going to offer in its scale and, and what it, it was trying to do. And plus it, it's hard to avoid on social media when everybody's going nuts about this thing. And mm. you know, everyone's hashtagging release the Snyder cut <laughs> and finally gets made. So I, I had to see what it was all about. I had to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, I think, again, that's that's another kind of thing that I've got. So it's like, I totally agree with you. I'm really glad that Zack Snyder got this chance. I'm really glad that, obviously, with everything that happened and the background with like how he got to that point, which is very sad, like that moment yeah. of redemption for him, brilliant. I'm really happy for him. But now, like you say, you, you're seeing another hashtag, and it's Restore the Snyderverse, and here are his plans for a trilogy, and you just think, no, please, like from my point of view, and maybe this is me being selfish as another creator, but I just think we should move on to different... I think take the lessons that are in the Snyder Cut. So give Cyborg, you know, his solo film. Give Barry Allen more development in his own film. You know, yeah. learn learn the right lessons from this, I'd say. Right, for sure. I, I think um, we talk about this a lot on our show is where... Marvel excels in the cinematic universe. DC really struggles. And I don't know, it could be there's not a unifying leadership voice kind of directing everything. But you see the same thing with Star Wars, that the uh, sequel trilogy didn't have a unifying voice bringing it all together. That's why, you know, The Last Jedi is so different from The Force Awakens and then why Rise of Skywalker is just so chaotic is there's, there's just no vision that brought it all together and... It struggled, and I think DC sees a lot of that. So hopefully they can take a step back, 
reassess and come at it uh, maybe more with more wisdom uh, and more purpose instead of just trying mm. to jam all this you know, the stuff into a, a film where it really needed room to breathe. And obviously with four hours, you got a lot of breathing, um, but it was good to see some more character development that otherwise would have got lost in a, you know, two hour blockbuster movie, you know, with, with so many characters. Oh, absolutely. So, well, enough about Zack Snyder. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk to the man of the hour. We have Sean Bean. So with this gigantic film, there is no Sean Bean, but we're going to fix that. Um, I came up with a couple ideas. I know you have a couple as well. So the idea here is how would Sean Bean have died? So we're going to cast him in this movie and then find out how exactly he's going to meet his end uh, for some fun and games because, you know, if, I want Sean Bean to take that title of the most on-screen deaths and he's not going to do it without a little help from us. So let's let's dive into it. Where, where Zack Snyder may have missed an opportunity to bring Sean Bean in, throw him a throw him a million dollars and, and, and kill him. So, uh, do you want to go first with, uh, with, I guess, chapter one? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So the way the film works is that you have these different chapters and it starts off with this kind of opening sequence of Superman's fighting doomsday. He's getting killed and he's yelling. And I think the simplest part to start off with. So I'm doing this in a kind of kind hearts and coronets way. And Sean Bean is getting all these different parts and he starts off as Doomsday. Hmm. I could see, I could see that working. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's done a giant CGI character yet. Indeed, he get he gets to do a proper death yell. Yeah. It's a bit Absolutely. it's a bit like you know how Superman in this original cut does his big yell. Hmm. Yeah. So Doomsday, Sean Bean, Doomsday. He also does a death yell, and it becomes like dueling banjos, and they both see who can death yell the better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, get the ripple effect across the entire you know, exactly. planet. Bas- basically, everything gets smashed because of their yelling. There it is. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that. I was also thinking when you were bringing that up, like, man, maybe he could be on a boat somewhere, just kind of peacefully sitting in the water. All of a sudden, these echo chambers come at him and yeah. just capsize his boat and he's lost. Yeah, exactly. Another Sean Bean part, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, That's great. I... Th- I don't think I have a chapter. I'm, I'm, I'm lost in these chapters. I don't think my first idea here is chapter one, but I know it oh, takes place. I have place. a chapter one. Okay. All right. right so it. the idea of the chapter one is that Bruce Wayne's going around recruiting superheroes, right? Yep. So in DC, you've got this character called Wildcat, who's kind of like the older superhero. He's the one that sort of trains them all up. Yeah. You know, grizzled guy. I imagine that he chokes on a peanut and then sort of Bruce Wayne sort of shuffles off awkwardly. <laughs> yeah it's like oh that didn't work out yeah to so do a, de- a dead poogle two style fake out because you know this is a four hour film we could lighten it up a bit oh yeah uh, you know let's add a couple minutes who's gonna notice yeah it don't really matter <laughs> nice all right um i think i think mine's in chapter two so cool go for it okay i'll, I'll say mine after that there's a moment in in here where in Star Labs we see the janitor. I, I mm-hmm. you know he's working like eleven thirty at night or whatever, he's mopping the floors. Uh, Howard, I think his name is. Um, my yeah. idea is that Sean Bean is Howard. He's the lonely janitor cleaning up Star Labs at the end of the night, late shift. You know, just just doing his job. So that night when he discovers that the parademon is looking for the mother box. 
And mm-hmm. that's the first time I've said those two words out loud and it sounds ridiculous, but moving on. Um, instead of a look of shock that the janitor has before it kind of cuts away and you just assume he just gets destroyed by this parademon, um, Sean Bean, being Sean Bean, breaks his mop in half, wields yep. it like a sword and says, not today, brother, for Yorkshire! And then charges at the parademon and then uh, it instantly gets ripped in half. Uh, you know, a blaze of glory sort of thing. That's... Brilliant. That's what I could totally see him cameoing in. Excellent. Well, because I think from what I've got down from this summary, because this was also where we got like the flashback to the whole big epic war scene. Yeah. So my feeling is is that you could do a bit of a Where's, Where's Waldo with it and have like one of Sean Bean as an Atlantean. There's like half nude 300 soldier, random Green Lantern, all of them Sean yep. Bean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was also thinking like maybe you just just throw him in as Boromir and just throw him in the background. Like, wait yeah, a minute, why not? You know, just like I'm sure you could get the rights in. Again, I like to think that at this point in my imaginary version of this Snyder cut, like Zack Snyder is like Veruca Salt, and it's just like every time he's demanding <laughs> something, they're like, oh, but Zack, sweetie, it, it's three hours long already. I want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just going for it, so why not? Yeah, exactly. Just, just you might as well. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got one for part three. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this whole thing, and you know, it's it's lovely. You know, the Flash saves Iris. He grabs that hot dog, which is adorable mm-hmm. and not creepy. Um. No, not at all. And in the background, Sean Bean is crushed by a car. That was exactly what I had for my second one. <laughs> great minds, is, great minds. Exactly. So what I was thinking was, because um, I, I wrote this whole thing out. I was like, there's, you know, we're obviously introduced to Barry Allen and he's kind of this yeah. bumbling kid just looking for a job. And you have this this beautiful moment where he saves Iris from this devastating car crash um, and an incredible version of Tim Buckley's song to the siren uh, performed mm-hmm. by Rose Betts. It's the best version of that song I have heard. It's just, it's just kind of, it's perfect, perfect for that moment. You know, and that the dramatic rescue ends, he's cradling Iris to the ground um, while the car kind of flips down the road and explodes. So my thought was just like you said, poor old Sean beans, just standing there waiting to board that bus that stopped there. And all of a sudden some rogue car comes out of nowhere and crushes him. Yeah, and love that. If, if, if only Barry could take his eyes off the girl for just a fraction of a second, he could have saved Sean Bean, but no, young love is responsible for Sean Bean's death. Yeah, terrible. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I think with the next chapter, so again, you've got, you know, these various minions of Darkseid. I like to think that one of them is his lost cousin, um, who's a cheeky chap in a flat cap called Alan, and then he sort of says something a bit too rude, and then Darkseid just, you know, smashes him against the wall. <laughs> right. That uh, that relative that you're forced to have as, you know, part yeah. of your crew, even though he drives you nuts, he finally gets exactly. a He's just... one of those people that, like, keeps, like, bringing up embarrassing stories from your childhood, and Darkseid's like, not now! I'm trying to find the anti-life <laughs> equation! Uh, remember that time we got drunk behind the bike sheds and threw up? Shut up! <laughs> you're embarrassing me <laughs> exactly now find me the anti-life equation <laughs> yeah natural uh, sure. conversation um, oh yeah oh, sorry no that's um, that's it I 
you hit i hit my two so you you can take it from here I'll, cool, every chapter awesome. I, i'll try and speed through these then so the one you know when there's that whole big thing with them trying to get superman back to being good yes so my picture is all right think about this there's this adorable little long-haired child or at least from the back it looks like that but then it turns out that the child is a sort of creepy robert zemeckis motion capture sean bean and he's like superman don't be mean and then he's like thrown into a river um uh, man, we're doing then, sean bean dirty and then yeah in, in you know in the final battle so you've got all these parademons and what have you all of them are sean bean naturally and you think that's done but of course after you've had this really delightful rich three-course meal there's still, you know, a plate of tacos to go. So we have the epilogue. Yep. And so the epilogue, we've had all these, like, characters that are brought in. My feeling is, is that in the background, just to indicate that lots of people have died, in the background, Dr. Fate, Blue Beetle, Ambush Bug, Plastic Man, Zatanna, they're all dead. They're all Sean Bean. <laughs> this guy is getting killed a thousand times in this movie. Well, the, well, the fact is, like I say, if Zack Snyder wants it, he gets it all. You know, right. if, if, if he wants, you know, a musical number starring, you know, a hologram of Sammy Davis Jr. in the middle of it, he can have it because of everything that happened. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? Just throw it, throw it all in. Just <laughs> release the random stuff inserted into this cup for no reason at all. The... the- Release the fever dream of Zack Snyder. <laughs> Release that you really shouldn't have had cheese before bed, Zack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what happens when you give uh, a visionary artist creative freedom to create a, a blockbuster film. You you get exactly. crazy things. Yeah, they're lucky it didn't go that far, but uh, you never exactly. know. Exactly, yes. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just turn to them. It's like, it's like the, um, when they have that bit with Cyborg, and there's like the montage of these are all the things that Cyborg could do if he turned evil. Then Zack right. Snyder just like shows off a PowerPoint of this is all the stuff I could do if I was feeling mean, but I won't. <laughs> uh, but he has it in his bag or his back pocket so they can pull it out for uh, if they exactly. eventually do a sequel or, you know, even though he doesn't have a idea for one, I'm sure if Warner Brothers came with a bag full of money and said, here, do it again. Yeah. It's like, are you sure? Or, or like he'll like, tour around like you know the beaches of england like blackpool and great yarmouth with like sock puppets and just do the <laughs> black slider sock puppet comic book film i didn't get to make show yeah right <laughs> yeah. he does what he wants it's like total creative control plus ice cream right. and donkey ride yeah well, yeah you gotta use up that budget exactly well i i, I mean i think we did it uh you yeah you you definitely did it across uh, every chapter. You found a way. That's um. Well, dude, that's well, I, next just, level. I just thought you might as well, you know, given it's such an epic film. And I mean, joking aside, yeah, you, you do have to have respect that the person got to do the vision that he wanted to do. So I think this is a fitting tribute. Oh, for sure. Um, if if he's gonna go out, he's got to go out in style. And absolutely, he hasn't he hasn't been in the superhero movie yet that I'm aware of. So there's there's time. Absolutely. So. Who knows? We'll see. Well, Rob, thank you so much. Really appreciate you jumping in here, giving us some your thoughts on Justice League, and also uh, not only that, but just supporting our podcast. You know, for the, like the last year, it's been great. I've been it's been awesome getting to know you, 
on online and finally getting a chance to talk to you. So I really appreciate it. No, I love it. Well, like I say, anytime, you know, this was, this was fun. Cool. We'll, we'll definitely have to have you back on and just keep thinking of some, some more ideas and we'll get some more of your, uh, your artists to, to chime in and maybe join us too for a session. Well, that'd be cool too. Well, cause I know a few voice acting people as well. So like I said, if they wanted to join in, that would be cool too. Cause they're fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, that's what it's all about. It's having fun and, uh, all that really appreciate it thanks a lot and uh, i guess we'll see you out on kofi all righty have an awesome day all right awesome thank you